Well, hello there. You're listening to Wife Goes On, a woman's wellness guide to thriving after adversity. And I'm your host, Tay Flowers of Tay's Travel Club. I'm a part-time lifestyle and travel blogger, and I heard you back there mumble. Why is a blogger talking to me about life and wellness? Well, I'll tell you why. In my most recent past, I went through a public, to me at least, divorce, and many ladies asked me, how do you do it? How do you have so much joy? How do you smile every day? How did you move on? Well, this podcast will tell you my secret, ladies, and give you ideas and tools and tricks and homework on how to move on from such a dreadful part of your life, too. Each short episode will dive into one of the eight dimensions of wellness each week and explore how we can make changes to it to improve our overall health. So stay tuned to hear stories, guest interviews, and comments and letters answered. Go and get on my email list so you can get updates of my free episode and go follow me on Instagram, DM me, so we can go ahead and talk about it. Okay, ladies, so for the first few episodes, we'll be putting down the groundwork for the podcast. And then that's when we're going to get to the fun and juicy stuff after them. But right now, let's go ahead and talk about this very first episode and how there's really no outline or points, no structure to it like it will be in the future. It's really to give you a background on me and my reasoning for starting this podcast. We'll briefly discuss a few incidents I've been through prior to, during, maybe a little bit after my divorce, and speak about how it affected my life. Uh, This episode is really to show women how you're pretty much not alone and give a reason for you to stick around for the future episodes because we'll be talking about how we're about to move on with our life and, you know, just start living it up. Now, am I an expert on relationships and (laughs) self-improvement? No, I am not. And uh, I must let you know that you must seek professional help when and where needed. I am not the replacement for that. But what I can do is share what has happened to me thus far. And hopefully you will feel comfortable to do the same with your girlfriends. Now, the first topic I want to talk topic I want to talk about is the physical abuse. I was abused, but not during my entire marriage. But it was just enough to know that I wasn't going to stay. My first incident that really was impactful, and I remember I was being choked in front of my little kids. And they thought it was a wrestling game until they were threatened to be killed by my ex when I kept begging them to call 911. Uh, That's when they realized that it wasn't a joke. And the altercation moved into my room. And that's when he punched me and he headbutted me. This is on my 10-year anniversary. I had not experienced anything like this before ever from him or from anyone else. So I was shocked. I didn't call the police, but it was reported to DCF by the daycare. We did our individual counseling. But I couldn't get over that. And I had never been in a situation like that. I don't know how it normally ends um, in real life. Well, actually, I do. I know how it ends in real life and on TV. And that's when I was like, okay, I got to have, I got to get a divorce. I can't do it. I, I just cannot get over that this incident happened. And then when I said that, a couple of weeks later, incident number two happened. Now, this happened on my second child's birthday. It was the weekend before school uh, went back in for the fall. And this time, not only did he damage my body, 
But he also damaged my home, my family pictures, the food. I remember my little baby girl trying to shield me from him. And uh, she remembered that day. She called it the day daddy broke the house. Because when I tell you he broke the frame in one of our rooms, I think my office for when I was working from home. But the house is only the beginning. That and that night, that was only the beginning. He took my phone, he damaged it, and I got my keys and I grabbed my kids and I ran to my car. When I was pulling back out of the garage, he threw a baseball at my windshield and cracked it as I and I just knew it was gonna come through the window and blind me with glass in my eyes. Uh I got away, my kids turned around and they told me he was telling us. Like it was some crazy car speed chase thing going on. My boys were screaming, crying, please don't let daddy kill his mommy, please. They don't remember it. But I, I as a mother, I remember it. So I finally got us to a safe place. We went to a hotel for that weekend before school started. But that next morning on Monday, next Monday, I I had to get a restraining order. I had to get an injunction filed. And that's when I knew, nah. No, no, no. This marriage is over. It's it's done. Okay, let's get into this emotional abuse I um suffered. So most parents don't set out to have kids and raise them as single parents. And if they do, they're aware of what may come. And, you know, they still may have feel, felt like, you know, that was a good option for them. I had my kids with the expectation that even if my marriage didn't make it, my kids would know that they're still loved by both parents. Well, um, that didn't work out. Uh, my ex, he, of course, lied to me and the kids and others. And let me tell you how this man did it. Y'all, he said he had colon cancer when we separated. He Well, when he moved out, he said he had colon cancer. And then later on, he said it came back and it was in his, it was in his lymph nodes and liver. Like he actually fake operations and um he would uh went to, he went to court and actually said some of these some of these things too and um you know when you hear the big c word you feel you you feel the inevitable is coming you know he tugged at our heartstrings I was worried about my daughter not being walked down her the wedding aisle by her father. I was worried about my sons not seeing their father in the stands as they played sports because literally this man was father of the year to these kids. I don't think you understand. If you know me personally, you know how he was very instrumental to these kids' lives, especially their extracurricular activities. Um. I know I'm going through all the ums, but I'm just thinking back to like, wow, you you really changed because at this point, there's really no communication between them at all. But, you know, like I stated before, he uh, he faked cancer. He faked cancer. And we started grief counseling. I wanted to make sure that my kids were prepared for the fact that their father probably had about eight more years in their lives and probably wouldn't get to see them grow up since he supposedly had liver cancer and things like that. Um, But once time moved on and more things, you know, his actions changed and the things he kept doing to us and throwing our way, I realized he was lying. 
But he had involved our whole village in this. A lot of my close, even my best friend was affected by this. And I honestly have no words. But it took me to pay for a deposition for him to confess that he lied. Hey ladies, just a little reminder, go on ahead and give your girl a review on podchaser.com. Just search for Wife Goes On and leave a review. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about is the financial abuse. And yes, that is such a thing, financial abuse. So after my ex, my ex, filed for divorce, I sought out the best family law lawyer I could find. I want you to know she was so awesome, very expensive, and so worth it. I got everything I wanted. But with that being said, she completely depleted my savings, like no money at all. Um, The divorce took two years. So you can see how that would, you know, deplete my savings. And it ended in a trial. So once my savings was gone, I had to figure out what I was going to do next to get paid and what was I not going to do, what was I not going to pay, things like that. And while I kept my possessions, my credit started to get jacked up. I'm talking 743 to 550 jacked up. You know, I was like, dang. Yeah, my friends, that is how credit is affected during a marriage, during a divorce. Let's say that. Um, Even with us having everything uh, separated in our marriage, except for the home, that's how credit is affected. And even though my creditors understood my current situation, because I had never had late payments before, they um, saw that I was uh, always on time and always paid more than what was needed. They were nicer to me. They were nice on the phone. You know, I called and got some some um, two, two, maybe three grace um, payments extended or pushed to the back. But still within two years, towards the end of it, there's so much grace one can extend. I mean, they're not Jesus. <laughs> um, but they knew I eventually paid them. They didn't, they, they knew I was coming. And and I did. I got back on track and I paid them and they were cool. My ex also asked for full custody, child support, and alimony. But at that time when he asked, he hadn't seen the kids or spoken to them in 18 months. That's at the time. Uh, you got you gotta be kidding me. I was like, okay, okay, the divorce is over. Let me get myself on a spending plan. You know, my little my little term for budget. Let me get myself on a spending plan, start a debt snowball mission and be responsible with my money, you know, and, and just pretty much get to where I was before because this man <laughs> was giving me, um, let's say, $170 into this day, $170 every two weeks for my three kids. Uh, more is due. It's just that this is what I'm getting. So, but as a resourceful woman that I have to be, I went ahead and started uh, my company, the Travel Club. And that is how I decided to not only leave a legacy, but to have fun doing it and making sure my kids benefited from it too. Now, why did I decide to start this podcast? I decided <laughs> to number one, tell you my business and start this podcast as an outlet for women who were embarrassed or afraid to talk about their divorce and life after it. That stuff I mentioned before earlier is embarrassing. It's personal. It's not something that, you know, you speak to people about whether you know them or not your whole life. It doesn't matter. It's it's embarrassing. But I'm here to let you know that 
those may not be the exact situation or events that happen to you, but it is something that's embarrassing. So please seek your village, talk it out, therapy, anything, just talk it out. Um, my divorce took a while to complete. And during that time, when I tell you I was emotionally, the emotionally charged me. I tried my best not to be so public, but eventually I had to break down. I turned to social media about my divorce. Like, like I would never, but I did. I look at my memories on Facebook and I cringe because I'm like, oh, I really said that? I can't believe that. But he drove me to it, y'all. I'm so sorry. Everyone has a breaking point. And I finally had met mine towards the end of my divorce or the, you know, the proceedings of my divorce. I'm a very private person, but those posts drove women to me. Some I knew. Some were fake profiles asking me questions about my divorce and how I was coping with the kids, job, and life afterwards. Some were phone calls and some were just emails. However, this information that I share, and I know the experiences that I share with them, show me that we as women suffer alone in silence when we don't have to. As I said earlier, there is a village out here and we are supporting each other. We are mentally and emotionally thriving. Our kids are surrounded by love and we are still being the backbone of our family. We're improving our lives every day. And this show, this podcast is to show you how we do that as a wife that goes on. Okay, so who is this podcast for? Listen, 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 Linda. I'm a full-time employed mother of multiple kids. And I say multiple kids because if your children are with me, they're my kids too. But um, in public, I had a beautiful family and life. And uh, the marriage was great. But behind the scenes, it was deteriorating. You know, divorce comes and now you have to answer to why. Yesterday, you were in love, but today you're divorced. <laughs> That's what social media has done to us. You know, I have she has comfortable income, off on the weekends, normally on the go, the go-to person in the family for advice, motivation, possible loans, you know. Her home was the place for holiday gatherings. She organized family vacations, pretty much was the family manager. But this all ended when she saw herself as a vulnerable because of the divorce. Fast forward to after the divorce, she's trying to navigate through life as this unattached person. And after speaking to multiple women, I found out that many of us go through this refreshing of our lives. You know, um, we refresh ourselves after major events happen to us. That's brought on to us by what we believe to be our lowest part of life. It doesn't have to be a divorce though. It could be a death in the family. It could be a big breakup. It could be returning back to corporate after being home. You know, this wife goes on addresses life after divorce with me, but it still can apply to others experiencing a new start in life. Okay, so after I've told you a little bit, not that's not even all the stuff I went through in those two years of trying to get through my divorce, but after I told you a little bit of this, I hope you feel inspired to know that again, as I stated before, you are not alone. We all have embarrassing moments or moments we don't want to talk about in our life. Seek your village, seek professional help, whether it's for therapy, for finances, for anything. Just seek professional help, but continue to come back and listen to me on this podcast. 
as we talk about how life goes on. The next episode, we'll do a little exercise to help you figure out what areas of wellness to look into first. And uh, I should have a link in the show notes for you to download, but I cannot wait to dig into it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wife Goes On. If you like the episode and you think it may be useful to someone else, please leave a review at podchaser.com. If you got any questions, just let me know at wifegoeson.org underscore on Instagram. Just DM me. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes sharing these same strategies and tips on how to explore the dimensions of wellness and get back on track with your life after adversity. And ladies... Happy healing.